0: Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Happy March Madness, you slutty Spartans, lusty longhorns, and bisexual buffaloes. This is Billy Procida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. (laughs) Hello, everybody. How you doing? Welcome back to my show. I am your host. Comedian Billy Persita. This is the podcast where, on most weeks, I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. uh The show had its first major celebrity rejection. Uh, had my, I had my—I asked a pretty big name to be on the show, and he declined. I asked the uh the the formerly disgraced Congressman Anthony Weiner if he would be on the podcast, maybe talk about shaming and and talk about kind of you know how. Look, we're going to have a president at some point who has sent a naked photo. It's coming up in two to four presidents from now. There will be a president who has sent a dick pic or a picture of her tits. It's going to happen. So I thought it'd be cool to talk about such things. I felt like his scandal has, was, was a long time ago. And I, his DMs are open on Twitter. And I asked him. And he, uh, he politely he just said, uh, pass. Thanks, though but you know i had to try people you gotta ask you gotta try i told him hey i heard you miss 100 of the shots you don't take in the mirror so hey that's a selfie joke (laughs) (laughs) i went to lip service the makeout party oh so much fun the makeout party even went with uh, someone you all might know you may remember from episode six diana yeah you remember her zombie sex chick yeah so she she joined me and a, and a friend of mine and, and her crew at lip service and i didn't even know she was interested in me and turns out we got to do some making out uh, so so that was a pleasant surprise you know and and uh, i i went with a, a lady friend of mine the stride of pride girl everyone uh so I've been, I've been seeing these two girls women these two women they're adults i'm pretty sure they're you know i didn't card them I would hope they're adults, <laughs> no um so I've been seeing these two women. they're great i'm uh I find myself quite smitten, quite smitten people, so one is the one I met at Hacienda who ended things and then things reignited super hot little sex pot of a of a lady uh very, very fun, quite adorbs, she's capable of emotion. that's always a plus with me, you know. And so I and, I and I went to lip service with her. That was just great. I got to meet her friends. She's got a very kinky crew of folks. We shared a, a kind of intimate moment. She uh, was involved in a flogging scene, and I was making out with Diana. And and then someone comes over and taps me while I'm I'm like sucking face with Diana. And goes like, "Hey, you need some aftercare," and she asked for you. And. I, now, obviously, the, the psycho sociopath in my brain goes like, moi, like, like is way too flattered to be asked that question because I'm a fucking psycho. But the obviously the rest of me who's compassionate, and empathetic and all that jazz and cares about a person goes like, oh, shit. OK, I didn't I didn't know if Diana knew what that meant, but I was like, hey, I'll explain in a little bit. But i w- I was kind of flattered because we had not that's not been a thing that we've done. I, she's not sought me out after a scene, but uh we cuddled up and I, I got to experience what that was like because I'd never done that before. I'd never had to be someone's aftercare giver uh in, in such an extreme sense, and that was a really it was a really nice intimate moment to share with her. I liked that it made me fuzzy feeling. And then she like slept over, you know, we didn't even fuck, but we just wanted to snuggle up with one another. I like that. And then uh, the two, the other two nights of my weekend were with the other woman, who again, very smitten. I, uh, it's this is the first person I've dated or started dating where the emotional connection is super strong and it's not even cuz you know sometimes you'll fuck someone new and you think there's a connection and there's not but you got all the fucking chemicals rushing through your brain because you've been fucking like bunnies. She and I haven't we just fucked the first time this weekend. We've been talking and seeing each other for a couple of months. So it's not sex-based feelings, this I know. And I I really I really really like her. She I, uh, I I wanted to text her something after a night we shared together, maybe a week and a half ago. We had a really nice night. I got home. I just wanted to text her something sweet, and by accident, I wrote her a poem. I haven't written poetry in years. I, I'll, I'll correct. I haven't written good poetry since high school, college, and I still don't think I've even written any sort of poetry in, in years. I was, a, I was a bit of a, a poetry writer person thing uh, back in the day. No big deal. I won a $100 savings bond in eighth grade. It's not, it's not a big deal. Uh, no. But I, I felt this bug. I felt this feeling. I was like, I got I to gotta write this. She was a, a muse for me. And, and it's just an incredible feeling. I, so I don't know. I'm just babbling because I, I really like this woman. I really do. Not to say I don't like the the first woman I was describing but or maybe it's just because the second woman is the one who I saw most recently and we shared a very intimate night last night you know tears were shed we finally had sex and it was really intense like you can tell she's not making out just so she can then fuck she's making out and feeling I don't know it's indescribable I've I have not been with someone like this before we went for a walk, and then we got back and we talked for you know an hour or so, and talked about our families and whatnot, so we go back to bed we 're tired don 't even think sex is going to happen. and just have one and then we kiss, and then we kiss again, and then we we kiss more, and then next thing I know we're grabbing at each other and and, and I'm like, just get up here and 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 I grab a condom and I get her, and she she, she sits on my dick and it's not like yeah, hotness. This is like I felt close to this person, it, it, so it didn't feel like sex for the sake of figuring out how to get the biggest orgasm. It was sex to find the the biggest, best way to connect to each other. And after the sex was over, and I I, went, I left to go to the bathroom to take off the condom, and and I come back, and she's lying in the bed, and her I can see a couple of tears reflecting in the moonlight it's it's a poetic image i even get to see and i'm feeling emotional and uh and then just starts to feel like i'm watching a league of their own all over again just billy having weep fest i'm saying people is uh i think i'm currently in some pretty good hands i am and i've got you know you know i've always got lovers on the side who they're great, and they're friends, and they're people. I feel like I can text when they're in a place to be texted, and sometimes those people come in and out of my life because of maybe their own shit going on, and that's great, and I like having friends like that. But emotionally, I, I feel like I might be in some pretty good hands. Four of them at the moment. And I'm a lucky son of a bitch because of it. Okay, now uh, on to happier things. Oh, I've got a treat for y'all. Last week, obviously, I did, uh, episode 100, I recorded with Kate Chiplinsky of the Boobs of Bushwick blog and her ex-boyfriend, Michael. Well, when Michael left, Chip and I sat down for an extra conversation, and we recorded like an extra 35 minutes of material. Really cool conversation, you know, about like body image and sex and, and how to not be a creep and boobs and dicks and how her brother has a monster cock, stuff like that. All of my patrons received an email with uh, that with that extra episode just to enjoy, just for me to say thank you, just a little surprise, hey, I appreciate what you've given to me, let me give you something back. And I want you to stay tuned at the end of this episode uh, for a little sneak peek uh, of, of our conversation, of what we talked about. Now this week's guest is Whitney, Whitney, oh Whitney, Whitney picked me up in a bar or I guess I picked up her up in a bar, I'm not sure. Back when I'm in, I was in college, the little catch was I, she was not at all in college. Uh, she was looking into med school. I was a clueless 19-year-old sophomore who look, I don't even want to imagine what kind of monster I was. Oh dear God! I was fresh out of a 14-month relationship uh, with my first and only ex. And so I, uh, and, and, and women were interested in me. And this, again. I'm still kind of fresh from high school where no one was interested in me. So the concept of anyone wanting to fuck me was like a novelty. And so I, so I felt like I was like trying to swing my dick around a bit. And I'm at this bar near my dorm. And I meet Whitney. And Whitney, I get to talking. She ends up in my dorm room, which is not a flattering thing when you are a 19-year-old trying to impress a real adult. Be like, hey, you know, uh, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get you up into my room once you uh, give your driver's license to this security guard and he holds on to it while I sign you in because I am a child. (sighs) Like, you you feel like, because this happened several times during my, uh, my sophomore year, I would hook up with older women, bring them embarrassingly back to my dorm room. And like, you know, you do all that work flirting and getting them interested and proving to them like yeah i know i'm 19 or 20 or whatever but like i don't i'm not like your average 19 year old (laughs) and then you have to sign them into a dorm where you have to recram all that pimpage into the elevator ride because uh that security guard reminds them oh fuck so uh but but it was fun and i enjoyed we we, you know hooked up a couple times we kept in touch I, i went down you'll hear i went down to new orleans to visit her for mardi gras Cause she was down in med school down there and, uh, and he fooled around again and that was about it. But we, for some odd reason have kept in touch for years, for the better part of a decade, as she notes. So, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. It's uh it was pretty fun for me getting to see her again. And don't forget to stay tuned at the end of this episode for a sneak peek at my uh, bonus track with Kate Chiplinski from boobs of Bushwick. Uh, but for now, sit back and relax and join me chit chatting with Whitney say some more stuff
1: some more stuff
0: all right yeah that should that should be fine yeah okay okay this is not not weird at all for you or
1: it's a little weird it's outside we- of my comfort zone
0: that, but it's good to like put uh, go outside of your comfort zone you mm-hmm. want to push uh, your personal boundaries as you expand and grow
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, do you do you push your do you push comfort zone stuff like with sex too or is this
1: uh, my old boyfriend and I we were on a road trip and we like there was a, <laughs> outside of Baton Rouge there's a a really big sex store called the Lions Den and we stopped right. in and he bought the Paris Hilton video just as a novelty just a classic yeah
0: see but now when we say hashtag pay for your porn we mean like you know. Like good porn or...
1: pay for people who actually wanted to get paid for it.
0: Yeah, or like pay like independent content creators, maybe some queer performers, you know, just to spread the money around, (laughs) keep them in business.
1: I like to support the artist.
0: I I support the arts. What kind of arts? (laughs) It's not important. You know, the arts. Yeah. All right. well, Well, welcome Whitney to the show.
1: Thank you, Billy. You
0: know, we're trying to warm you up, get you comfy. Rock. Well, so how have you I haven't seen you in 4 years. I know it's been. And we a really haven't long had, we time. haven't had sex in give me a second. 19 okay. carry the 5. Uh <laughs> it, it's been eight, 7 years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I was in New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's been a very, pretty, a very long time. I haven't seen you in a very long time. You have managed to be like someone I've kept in touch with for like <laughs> 10 years. Have
0: you yeah, have you ever talked to a guy you banged for a decade just casually like this? <laughs> no,
1: but there aren't too many Billy Presidas in the world.
0: There are too many Billy Presidas. There aren't too many. Oh, there aren't? There's
1: not enough. There should be more Billy Presidas. Oh,
0: that's a ring and endorsement. I'm going to put that on a business card. <laughs> Do it.
1: I'm says, put Dr. That, Sh- says Whitney.
0: On, on, my, on my sponsorship page. Uh, one guest says there should be more Billy Presidas in this world. <laughs> so pay this one. <laughs> okay. Well, so, I mean, I guess we should orient the listeners to, like, how we met. Because I'm very impressed by how we met.
1: I know um yeah i'm impressed a, by
0: both you and me by the way like yeah
1: it's it's an interesting story i mean the, in the short term like the short story is we met in a bar but you came in with a fake id yeah and you, like you gave me your real name and then your or no you gave me your, your fake id name and your friend called you by your real name and and he you were 19 and i think i was 23
0: Were you that young? I always felt like you were older. That's still old to me, though.
1: (laughs) I'm only four years older than you.
0: Right, but when you're 19, anyone out of college is just ancient. Yeah. But I would say, like... You
1: call people you want to bang old?
0: Sometimes. When I was younger, I would, because I was so young that they couldn't argue. Because even they were like, well, it's not like he's saying I'm old, it's just I'm older.
1: And you're really playing up on the... um on the uh, like ro- ro- robbing the cradle thing and the cougar thing.
0: I mean, I was nineteen. I'm sure you must have felt a little weird about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did, when? Yeah, when did well, I?
1: Well, actually, I think you just made me feel weird about it because you kept mentioning it.
0: Yeah, I've been told I've done. I do that. <laughs> I I stopped it. I think when I stopped being that young. <laughs> no, because you know it, it's like it's cute when you say it like one or two times, but then you kind of. I'm beating a you're dead like, horse
1: yeah or banging a dead horse banging a dead yeah. horse that's
0: a whole different thing it's
1: a whole different thing <laughs> then i'm like just just stop
0: you're like just you're you're kind of pretty just shut your face <laughs> uh <laughs> it's like when guys are talking during sex and you can't stand it and you're just like oh, shush, shush, shush. Mm-hmm. don't ruin this for me with your dumb
1: words the worst is when they're like really bad at dirty talk but they keep oh. doing it and, you, and, like, they fuck it up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you can say whatever okay. you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Shit, piss, fuck, cum, whatever.
1: Oh, wow. That sounds like a really interesting melange. Yeah. Shit, piss, and cum.
0: What, what is a melange? Because I'm an <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs> a mixture.
0: A mixture. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about the guys who were bad at Dirty Talk. Oh,
1: I... This is actually, this is the guy that I was living with before I dated, before I met you. So this
0: isn't guys, you're just, you just want to take the opportunity to shit on one I particular just wanted, guy.
1: There's one guy that I would, lo- actually I'd love to shit on all of them if you have time.
0: Uh, we've got some time, start shitting on some people. Okay. And, then, and we can talk about your shortcomings if, <laughs> if you want.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, was, I had this boyfriend that I was living with, um, like right after college, and we broke up right before I met you but he like yeah he tried dirty talking a couple of times and he was just so bad at it and he kept like calling things little i think cuz he wanted to like infantilize me and then he accidentally called his dick little <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
0: take your little hand and your little tits and put them on my little dick wait no i swear <laughs> it's big wait no. I, did, I did it wrong let's do another take take 2 we're doing another take okay
1: <laughs> the worst part is he wasn't even like phased by it. He just kept talking like he tried to ignore it and I'm like, "Nope. Done."
0: Did he try to call it big later and then they were, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just <laughs> just for continuity, you called it little before." <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we didn't even get back to it after that. Oh man. I was just like, "Nope. Okay. I'm, I'm going to eat a burger and watch TV."
0: Do you like the dirty talk?
1: Uh, no. No, it's never really done anything for me. I think that like when I have sex, I just if I'm with the right person, I just get so kind of into it mentally. I don't need other distractions.
0: Yeah, I don't. Do you like? Can you do dirty talk though? I can't. I'm, I can't. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I would totally embarrass myself. Just wholly embarrass myself. Yeah.
0: And and what sucks is that like I know what the tricks are. Like I've been. I talked to sex professionals, so they have imparted some wisdom, and I still feel weird. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, Dan Savage says it's like. Here's how you do it. You just say what you're going to do to them. It's like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. And then he's like, then you say, I'm fucking the shit out of you. Then it's like, I just fucked the shit out of you. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to say any of that.
1: I, c- I could do without the bookenders without that the I book just end? fucked the shit out of you. Yeah. I feel like that's not really adding anything.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get self-conscious trying yeah. to do any kind of raunchy. I'm great at sexting. I'm yeah. great. I can write like a really good erotic novel in your, your iPhone window. But that's about the extent of it.
1: I, I'm a lot less charming by via text. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't know. I feel like we didn't do too much like uh, naughty texting.
1: No, never. I, I feel like that wasn't really like uh, de rigueur when I met you. It, like, wasn't like the thing to do. <laughs> it, you... it wasn't. It wasn't invented yet.
0: Okay, so y- you come from an era that these listeners don't know much about. Because a lot of those women have not appeared on the show or have not agreed to appear on the show. So what do, what do you recall about 19-year-old uh, Billy Persida?
1: Um, you looked exactly the same. Really? Yeah, you haven't aged a bit.
0: Did I look old then or do I just look young now? You
1: looked the same age as your fake ID.
0: Oh, man. Okay, which was like 24 at the time.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. You, Yeah. What, you're you were fun. We had fun. You're a nice person. I feel like even though like I met you at a bar and I went home with you, like I feel like you're still like someone I can like kind of depend on. Like you're always gonna mm. be there. I know you answer the phone if I call. You're oh a very God. nice person.
0: Do you hear that? Everyone who's written bad things about me on the internet, I'm a nice person. No,
1: you're one of like my favorite people. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus, stop it. This is irresponsible <laughs> to send this ego back into the world after we're done here. <laughs> uh, you're creating a monster. Well, thank you. Uh, you. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Um, you, when you were down in New Orleans for a bit and yeah. uh, I took my first trip down there from Mardi Gras. I went to
1: Mardi Gras, I think you exposed your penis.
0: I did. I earned some beads.
1: Yeah. Pretty sure that's illegal. Like boobs. Okay. Penis. No.
0: Yeah. No. Cause everyone was flashing, trying to get beads. It was dumb cold though. I
1: and was, it was really cold that year.
0: I was drunk and I wanted all the attention. <laughs> so I kept singing. I didn't get a
1: lot of it. I think you should have come for decadence. It's like the gay festival. What?
0: Oh. You would have
1: seen, you would have uh yeah, it would have been a lot more okay to show your penis.
0: I mean, look, I see enough penis as is. I'm kind of good. I'm fine.
1: Why do you see a lot of penis?
0: Cuz I go like go to like a sex party or oh. like an orgy or something and
1: just a regular Saturday night.
0: Kind of. I went to a makeout party last night, you know, where I saw I saw people getting flogged and some women getting fingered. Uh, Sounds
1: like I went to the wrong party. You
0: did. I mean, you, you invite me to your work party. and I was like, normally I'd probably just come just to go, but I'm going to a way better party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm not going to get jerked off through my underwear at your party. Probably not. But That's yeah, um, but New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. I, I want all the attention on me, and so I kept yelling up at the old women in the balconies. I was like, "Like, I want beads," because I was trying to goad them into telling me to show my dick. All I wanted to do while we were on the street was show my dick. Yeah, I, yeah, it was I actually was, yeah, in the entire time. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted to do.
1: I think it would have been really impressive if you had actually caught the beads on your penis. Oh, like, that it, would have that would have been really special. That
0: would have required uh, it to be much warmer, so I could have been erect. <laughs> So I could do, you know, we could play, uh, we just could be playing like toss a ring, with, mm-hmm. but with like a dick and beads.
1: That's it. That's exactly what I was envisioning.
0: Right. But I must, it must not have been like a pleasant thing to look at now that I think about it.
1: I don't think I even saw it. I think it, my attention was elsewhere.
0: There's no way like there was enough blood flow that it was anything more than a shriveled up little dime bag.
1: Yeah. Your, your body has to make choices. Yeah. It's, it's thought, hmm, I think I'm going to keep my internal organs warm and perfused.
0: You took me to my first strip club.
1: That's true. And
0: you were enthusiastic about it. You insisted.
1: I love strip clubs.
0: Why do you love strip clubs?
1: I don't know. They're... As someone,
0: you, you, uh, to, to catch everyone up, is you are a straight-identified lady, uh-huh. and yet you like strip clubs.
1: I don't know. They're just they're fun when you've been out and drinking. It's like, let's go to a strip club. It's kind of the nightcap. Plus, the breakfast buffets can be really
0: good (laughs) why would you touch the food at the nasty ass strip club buffet it's like eating the food at the sex party i don't do it i don't i'm not touching anything that might have had come on it (laughs) gross not eating any of that no fucking way
1: i don't know i don't go to strip clubs anymore but it's definitely like fun i think like when you're younger everything is novel Mm -hmm. and you know you turn 21 oh the bars are new and exciting and then, you know, once the bars start losing their appeal, oh, well, strip clubs are new and exciting, too. And now I'm 30 and nothing's exciting.
0: Oh, my God, that's so sad. <laughs> what excites you now?
1: Um, I, I like my job. I know that's really boring.
0: That is. That's so boring. Give me, give I me like, something better. I like,
1: going, I like the gym, and I like going to bed at 930.
0: Whitney, what the fuck happened to you?
1: <laughs> You'll see. You'll when, turn 30 one day.
0: No, I won't. <laughs> not gonna happen i'm gonna remain 26 and adorable forever (laughs) it's my plan
1: yeah that was my plan too (laughs) i've been turning 26 for a few years now
0: didn't work out no well uh, so so strip club was fun but man you brought me to like a dank as fuck was that
1: in new orleans yeah oh
0: you brought me to just the rundown we tried to go to a different one it was like a black strip club. Oh, I remember. Remember? That. Yeah. And we walked in. We just, this is not, were like, "No, this is not oh. working." And then
1: there was that place that had like the live sex show. That we're like, "Oh, that looks interesting." And then like we went there and it was completely empty. Yeah,
0: and then we went next door where there was this like just fucking if they're like the dive bar equivalent of a strip club.
1: <laughs> yeah, they weren't bringing their A game. That girl was pretty though.
0: The girl I got dance from was pretty, but the the rest was just JV strippers just like the jv squad yeah. and a lot of bullet wounds and c-section, c-section scars, scars which was your line by the way <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like a just a dirty
1: but it was bourbon street all of bourbon street is just kind of gross and dirty and and dive barish
0: well you were just so enthusiastic oh my god i've got to because you knew i'd never been the one before
1: i think i just wanted to be your first you
0: want to be my first yeah and you helped me realize that like I'm just not about strip clubs. That's what ended up happening. Because mm-hmm. like I was like, cool tits, but like I've seen tits. Yeah. I'm g i was like, I'm gonna see her tits later. Like like tits whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, I actually don't really get the appeal for because it's it's like, let's go let's go look at it. Let's just look.
0: I wanna look and touch, you know? It's it yeah. um,
1: kinda so defeats the purpose. You
0: buy me this lap dance and she was attractive and all, but you know, she, do, she does the song, she dances upon me, she's grinding me. I'm like, this is cool, this is fun. And like I was, I was doing some light touching. And I'm being respectful with the touching. I'm on like the outside of her thighs, outside of torso. I'm not trying to grab her tits. I'm like back of the shoulders of and being th- as respectful as possible.
1: And I think if she had a problem with it, she definitely would have said something.
0: Right, but I've never been to a strip club before, so I didn't know that it's abnormal. You say to me, wow, she must have really liked you because she let you touch a lot.
1: Hmm, and- I, I don't remember that at all.
0: Well, when you said that to me, I instantly went, if that's a lot, this is not for me. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm going to pay like $40 to...
1: Yeah, but you'll let me pay $40. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I think it was just kind of the novelty of it was interesting, mm. fun and interesting, but it's completely lost all appeal. All
0: right. So, so what, are you, what do you do for fun with the, with the men people? Mm. Do you still do that? Do, do you have the sex anymore? Are you, you retired? What's going on? I'm concerned for you, Whitney. I
1: haven't had sex since um, since my last boyfriend, like a year and a half ago. Whitney! <laughs> Why? I don't know, I just work a lot, and um, I live in a kind of rural area for work, and uh, there's not a whole lot of people around. I went on a really terrible date, like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was really disgusting. He, well, the guy was disgusting. The date wasn't disgusting. The sushi was actually delicious.
0: <laughs> what was so disgusting about him?
1: Um, well, he's, oh, he's um, he was a, a nurse who worked with me. That and was then, your first mistake. I know. But he got, he got an assignment elsewhere. So I figured, and he had been trying to go out with me for like a year. So I figured, oh, well, he's leaving so I can get my free sushi now. And then I don't uh. have to see him again. Um, but he was like bald. He's only 25 and he's bald and he looks like he's 40 and he was just like, so like aggressively like touchy and feely and, and it just made me really uncomfortable. And, um,
0: did you say don't touch me?
1: Um, I have a, like a major problem saying no. So instead, like when he put his arm around me. I, like, bent forward to pretend to pick something out of my purse, and then I just stayed crouched forward so I wouldn't have to touch him.
0: What's up with the not saying no? I don't know. Is it? What's with the... You I'm, just have
1: a. am a people pleaser.
0: Are you a man people pleaser or a man pleaser?
1: Man pleaser. Because
0: there's a difference. Do you see the difference of what I'm, like, asking?
1: I think so, yeah. Like, you're,
0: are you overall just a general people pleaser, or do you have a thing, like, with your relationship with men that you feel almost deferential, that you don't want to advocate for yourself and say no?
1: Yeah, it's actually a huge problem because, like, I've been in in two three-year relationships and with the first guy, like, never fought with him, like, even if he did really, really fucked up things, because I just, I don't say no to people and I don't, like, fight with them, and then he would just keep doing the horrible things, you know, like, not, you know, not doing dishes. He actually took money out of my purse. (laughs) And you
0: stayed with him?
1: For three years.
0: For three years after taking money out of your purse, that's ridiculous. No, like
1: six months after taking money out of my purse. But still, six months too long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Has it always been like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a really hard time saying no to people. And then I like think about it. Were afterward. you supposed to
0: say no to me? Was I like one of those two?
1: No, you were not a no person. I was a
0: very specific yes.
1: You were a very specific yes. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that that usually comes from someone Like being aggressive with me And then I just can't say no
0: That's unfortunate We were talking last night with the, the kinky people We were talking about how it's important To practice saying your yeses But also practice saying your no's mm-hmm. And how important it is to like Learn how to say and hear no
1: Yeah, I need- And to
0: also it not be A mood killer, but just like An okay and then move yeah. on
1: Yeah, I need to practice saying no I don't not not like a sexual way like I don't say I don't not say no to sexual things that I don't want to do just uh-huh. kind of in life. I let people do a lot of stuff that makes me uncomfortable because I just I would feel more more uncomfortable saying no to them. Hmm.
0: That's unfortunate.
1: Well, something to work on.
0: Have, were, you, were you like that as a kid, too? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Never say no to people. Everyone who wanted to be my best friend at recess got to be my best friend at recess.
0: Oh, shit. So you had to hang out with, like, the weird smelly kid.
1: I think I was the weird smelly kid.
0: Oh, shit. We're, like, really delving <laughs> into some stuff here. Okay. When did you cease to be smelly? Somewhere
1: in between <laughs> I don't, I don't, the ages
0: of 5 and 23, I guess? Did you I
1: cease to be smelly?
0: I mean, I, honest, I did not consider you a smelly person <laughs> when, when we were hanging out. I
1: think it'd be the appropriate amount. Maybe not smelly, but definitely weird and, like... I was like the weird kid who stayed inside to read during recess. Oh,
0: that was me too, but I did to avoid the bullies.
1: Mm. I did it to avoid sunlight and soccer.
0: When did you start getting into boys then? Were you like kind of awkward with boys for a long time? Um, Because what impressed me about you the night we met was like you were, It's not like you were like super aggro, but you were, you were, you were actively trying to flirt with me. And you yeah. weren't—you certainly were not on the receiving end of thing. I almost felt I was receiving your flirtations.
1: Really, I felt like I was receiving your flirtations. But it, when we met, I was living, you know, in LA, and I yeah. was just out for an interview, I think. Yeah. And so it was just, you know, the uh, tourist effect.
0: So then, so then, when did you start getting comfortable with guys? Because if you were the weird kid, I, I gotta imagine that that was like
1: uh, any day now.
0: Oh, you still? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Maybe that's why you haven't fucked in a year and a half. You should probably fix that.
1: Okay, yeah. I yeah, said you in a
0: bar. I'm just gonna point at men and be like, go talk to him.
1: Well, I did. I did sign up for Tinder before moving to uh, before coming here for a month.
0: Did you? Because did you know that? Like, well, New York's a big Tinder town. They fuck a lot. Like. If if you can get laid here, you can get laid anywhere. That's,
1: <laughs> I think that's the new that's the, that's the city's new tagline. That's
0: the slogan. Yeah. I think that's what Frank Sinatra meant. I think so too. If <laughs> you can make it in uh in brackets inside someone here, you can make it inside <laughs> someone anywhere. <laughs> so what's your what's your experience with the Tinders now that um, you're new?
1: It's very minimal. I haven't actually met up with anybody. It's just a lot of swiping and matching and not talking to people and then occasional like texting.
0: You got to talk to the people.
1: I know, yeah. Um, I think a study came out that says that women who talk first on OK OkCupid uh, just do better, like, yeah. have more matches, or I don't remember what the primary endpoint was.
0: It's remarkable that if you talk to more people, you have a greater chance of hooking up or dating or whatever <laughs> you want. That well, would be my suggestion as someone who's like an expert on the Tinder's.
1: Are you an expert?
0: I mean, look, I've done I've met a, I've done a lot of research. Uh, I've done a lot <laughs> <of> in-person research.
1: <laughs> yeah, personal research. I have, a, I
0: have a lot of matches. No big deal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But I don't actually talk to them. There's like one person I gave my phone number to that I think we might have drinks this week.
0: Okay, that's a start. That's yeah. good.
1: So, I'll keep you updated. Yeah.
0: Get the lube ready. Like you <laughs> might be you might be back in the game soon, you know? Uh-huh. It's it, it's I <sighs> Tinder's fun. I went, to Louis- I went to Louisville, Kentucky for like a week. I had to go do a comedy festival. Uh-huh. I landed. I turned on Tinder. I did like maybe 50 swipes or so just to like get it going, see what happens. Mm-hmm. By the next night, I was having sex with someone in a playground. Uh, wow. Tinder's a magical place. Dreams can come true. A
1: playground in Louisville. Is that the strangest place?
0: Uh, no. My strangest place is definitely an NYPD parking lot.
1: That's impressive.
0: I was very proud of it. That guy's everyone was episode something twenty something with Christina, the artist. Uh, you can go back and hear that story. Do you have anything that you are trying to do, or is right now or is your focus just I need to get laid? Uh,
1: no, my focus is okay. You're gonna hate me. This is Probably. gonna be like a really really boring part of your show, and like no one's gonna be excited about it. I you know I want to, I want to like get married. In the next few years,
0: that's not boring. This, so is, this not is not at, like, just a fuck show. There's love in the title somewhere.
1: <laughs> somewhere,
0: if you search hard enough in that subtitle that no one looks at, yeah. the word "love" is at the very, very end. A sex-positive quest for love. It's in there. I, I like lovey-dovey oh, things.
1: Oh, I, I thought it was more of like a like a love yourself kind of a thing.
0: No, no. I mean, I. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, But I need uh, someone to love me, so I don't have to. (laughs) No, we we like mushy-gushy. No. okay. The the premise of the show, I don't know if I told you, was that women would sleep with me and they wouldn't date me. So when I first started this program a couple years ago was me trying to find out why. Oh. So I'm I'm totally a romantic. I'm happy to talk about why you want to get involved in an institution that fails. (laughs) Let's...
1: Only 50% of the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, as Mike Kaplan, a very funny comedian, Mike Kaplan would say, it's uh, 50% of the time. So it's either going to be you or your spouse.
1: Well, I mean. As in,
0: like, you're all getting divorced. It all fails. It's all Well, bad.
1: you only have two options. You either get divorced or you die. So I feel like it's, that's an equal spread.
0: Or you could stay together. That is the other one.
1: But then you both die eventually.
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So you want to get you want to get married. So
1: I just I don't know. I I I'm just not interested in like random hookups and stuff and I You're not I picking was, up
0: college boys in bars anymore? Not anymore. Okay.
1: That's old Whitney. That's old news. It's behind you. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm looking more like for like future stuff, which I'm probably not going to find on Tinder, but it's really, really fun and really ego boosting sure. to be on Tinder. And
0: also, like, it might be healthy to get laid while you're in New York mm-hmm. and then you go back to, where's New Hampshire again? Yeah. Yeah. So have a little fun here. Yeah. Re energize. There's
1: also no one in New Hampshire. Like, there's no one to date there. Like, because there's literally two people in the state. And they're, they're and one both, of them
0: is on the campaign trail right now. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Vermont. Um, and they
1: have one one person's amount of teeth.
0: Oh God! Um, but so so you're you're romantic. You want to get married? Why I, why why is that?
1: I don't why? know. I just I I like turned to thirty and was like, and I think it's also living in New Hampshire because it's so like lonely and boring. You're just like, oh my God, somebody please love me. You're just like wanting <laughs> someone to share your life with. Yeah. Also, like I've been doing a lot of traveling <laughs> and traveling is a lot less fun when you're by yourself mm-hmm. and uh i've traveled with some friends and as hemingway once said don't travel with anyone you don't love
0: okay that's a that's a sweet yeah hemingway didn't he also put a gun in his mouth or is that fitzgerald
1: probably both he definitely committed suicide
0: okay so no just he needed someone to love him more yeah okay
1: he was married three times <laughs> i think and he had a lot of cats.
0: A lot of cats. The original cat lady was Ernest Hemingway. It
1: was. Yeah, he was the original cat lady. So what
0: do you look for in a in a potential husband person?
1: Um, at this point, gainful employment and lack of a neck tattoo.
0: Okay. <laughs> but why the employment? I feel like when women say they want a guy with a job, it's not the job mm-hmm. because you're going to make a boatload of money, you doctor yeah. person. Yeah, but you guys make yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, so it's yeah. not like you need him to make money. No. So I, I feel like it's what the job what represents.
1: represents exactly. And
0: there are other things I found. The flaw I found with he needs to have a job. Mm-hmm. I the flaw I find is well, you're looking more for the qualities that because. Not everyone with a job has those qualities you're looking for. So it's not really the job. And there are guys who don't have jobs who have those qualities. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the qualities are for you?
1: So I, I like I want to be with some because I, I love my job. I love what I do. I mm. think it's so cool. I definitely have the coolest job in the world. And um, I just want someone who's equally passionate about what they do and has some sort of direction in life. And the last guy, the boyfriend that I was living with mm. recent, like a year and a half ago or whatever, like I loved him a lot, like very deeply, but he just could not get his crap together. And like, I feel like he was just very wifty, like he would move from one subject to another. And it just, it told me that he was, he wasn't really committed to anything.
0: What you about know? an artist? Okay. <coughs> <laughs> not think yes. of anyone in particular. <laughs> no, but like, what, what about artists? Artists tend to have uh, shaky employment in terms Action. of like actually bringing money in, but talk about passion.
1: Yeah, no, that would be perfect. Because then like, you know, when I have time off, they can have time off and we could go travel or okay, yeah, someone who's just passionate about what they do and has some direction in life. I think that's so important.
0: Yeah, totally. I don't want someone. I want someone who wants, you know, who has their own life going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. but also
0: will cancel everything for me because I'm the most important thing exactly. there is. Exactly.
1: And, <laughs> and just thinks I'm awesome and I'm the best person ever and wants to hang out with me all the time. Like, I
0: want you to have your own life and your own friends and, like, your own schedule. But, but like also don't. Drop it all for me if I ask. Exactly. That's <laughs> but that's fair because, you know, there are those girls, those women there's who just go, like, oh, fucking artists, like, whatever. Like, you're, you just want the passion. You're not about yeah. them getting a paycheck in. Yeah.
1: I would also, like... It would be so great to have to be with someone who, like, was able to work from home. Because then, like, if we ever had kids, I would love a stay-at-home dad. Yeah? Yeah, so if, if anyone out there is listening, this doctor wants a stay-at-home dad.
0: Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, she wants a nice, strong feminist who does not mind <laughs> wearing an apron.
1: Oh, yeah, if they cook, too. That's bonus points. Wow, you didn't
0: even think about that. I
1: didn't even think about you were, that. You
0: were thinking, like, yeah, we're going to Grubhub. Like, why wouldn't we? <laughs> what's,
1: what's Grubhub?
0: Grubhub or... What's the other thing people use to order food? It's like one of those like ordering food sites.
1: There's a... Back when I used to There's a separate site for ordering food? Why don't you just order it from the restaurant?
0: I don't even know, dude. Why do
1: you need this middleman that's going to charge you? I don't
0: have ordering food money, um, but I hear people do it like all the time. Oh. But you... Yeah, you could get yourself a guy who cooks and cleans, takes care of the kids. Oh my God, cleans? And then in in his spare time, he passionately paints you like one of his French girls. Like... That sounds like your perfect man.
1: Exactly, and then takes and walks the dogs too. That'd be good.
0: So, besides where you're currently living, is there a reason why you're still single, or or I should, or maybe rephrase because you've been in several like long-term relationships, mm-hmm. uh, why you're attracting the wrong dudes and staying with them for three years?
1: Uh, I, I wish I knew the answer to that.
0: Maybe you should start a podcast and find out why. <laughs> it's worked wonders for me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I also like I, I want to be with someone who takes charge and is more aggressive. So uh-huh. I'm never the first person to reach out. So I just kind of sit idly by, and um, wait for someone else to to make the first move. Maybe that's not working for me.
0: Yeah, you should. I, I if I'm being totally honest, you really if I can give you unsolicited advice that you did not ask for. Uh, yeah, you like a, you think a guy is cute. You like his profile. Just like fucking ask him out talk to him it doesn't just because you make a move doesn't mean he won't also make moves i'm kind of like more submissive in the bedroom for example but just because i love it when women take charge or make moves on me love it fucking can't get enough of it it's what i crave doesn't mean i don't make moves like i make plenty of moves i will switch it up and i'll throw her down just because you go into an aggressive role doesn't mean you're always going to be in that aggressive role
1: it's you a know, good way to look at it.
0: Just, just to open your mind about it a bit. Just, you know, give you some ideas. Mm-hmm. Just trying to help. Really, all this is uh, is a helping session for Whitney.
1: It it feels like a therapy session. It feels like a widely broadcasted therapy session, and good. everybody knows about my demons.
0: Yeah. What what are your more your demons? Hold on. Oh, I've been craving to try this. There's one. Fuck yeah! Did I make? Did I miss
1: no, it? no, the second one didn't make it.
0: Okay, you know, fifty percent. I think Kobe doesn't even shoot fifty percent from the free throw line. That's probably, yeah, that that's w- probably wrong. <laughs> he totally, he totally shoots seventy five percent.
1: Yeah, I don't. You don't seem like someone who would know his basketball statistics.
0: No, but I, I, do look like the type of person who would make up basketball statistics. You do,
1: you do, and you did that very well. I, did? I, I almost believe you. Almost
0: believe me? Yeah, I can do that with any topic. Give me a topic like that's that you would like um, have a um, question
1: basketball like,
0: no not basketball we can't repeat <laughs> that again okay uh politics i'll give you this okay, okay look but look obviously because 77 percent of hillary clinton supporters are Hitler. so like why would we even consider her to be the nominee
1: you know what i feel like that's a lot of what's circulated on facebook is people just making shit up
0: <laughs> yeah and bit. then
1: saying it passionately and then putting and it on it a meme a pic-
0: yeah you make a infographic it, yeah. and it
1: and it's, then people, yeah, people believe that shit.
0: What's your source? Jeff's Facebook page. <laughs> That's how dumb we are as a country now. Yeah. And everyone wonders why everyone, people can vote for Trump. Because they don't know better.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that guy's the worst.
0: He's not the, it's really just, he's not the president we want. He really is who we deserve. That's how sad it is. <laughs> we deserve, you thought we would have learned better with eight years of Bush, but no.
1: We we want someone who's even more racist and like he's just
0: gonna do whatever the polls ask him to. I don't think he's gonna fuck with abortion. He's probably paid for several. Like I, you know. (laughs)
1: How long have you been waiting to say that?
0: I I think I feel like I said it on a different podcast. (laughs) I think I've been waiting to say it on mine. (laughs) I said it on the Social Villains podcast, and I was like, I should remember that for one day. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously, I'm not worried about it. It's just.
1: Yeah, I, I was actually a registered Republican in 2004, four, two thousand Until when? Um, and then I didn't vote for 11 years. <laughs> and then um, in the most recent one, I got to vote in the New Hampshire caucus, which was really exciting. And I, I voted for Bernie. Yeah, Bernie! Yeah, feeling the burn and cranberry feel, juice won't help.
0: Feel, feel the burn. Go see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> I was about to say, if you had had, if you'd vote for Republican and I had sex with you, I was going to feel really gross. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I, vote, this time around, voted for a Democrat. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I just.
0: Which, yeah, you know, marry, fuck, kill, though. The Republican nominees right now, marry, fuck, kill.
1: All of them, Bernie.
0: No, but you have to, no, no, no. no. You <laughs> oh, got,
1: Republican candidates? The
0: Republican candidates, marry, fuck, kill.
1: Um. So Marco Rubio, definitely fuck him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. that's. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> well, no. I don't know. I don't know about that. Keep going, though. I'm okay. thinking
1: about it. Um, Definitely kill Trump. Because, uh, you know, when people say, would you go back and kill Hitler? Like, that's what people are going to be saying in 50 years. Would you go back and kill Trump? Mm. Um, and then I have Mary left.
0: Uh... And you got you got Kasich and Cruz.
1: Actually, I guess Marco Rubio. I would marry him and fuck him. Can I, can I do that? No. He's, def- he's the only good-looking one. He's also going to have, like, a love child and, like, a side, like, gay thing, probably. He just Sike. has that look to him. He just has nice skin. He does. He's, he's got good bone structure.
0: <laughs> so who do you fuck, then?
1: I don't know. Carly Fiorina.
0: She's no longer Candace. She's out. <laughs> She's out the race. You got Kasich and Cruz left.
1: Um, Kasich, I guess.
0: Kasich would make a good husband. I feel like he's a, is it a good guy. Oh,
1: wait. Actually, who's the richest? No idea. Because I would not marry hate. them.
0: I mean, probably Trump.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have to change my kill answer. This is tough. This I is know. This is a tough question. I'm
0: really making you think about your values. Because <laughs> you're like, I should kill him, but he's got the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'd marry him and not sign a prenup. And then, and then divorce him, then that would kill him.
0: That would not kill him. He'll just marry another young woman. Yeah, that's he'll just he, marry That's younger. what he does. He'll he marry just, some 12-year-olds. He marries every, He just marries young women. That's mm-hmm. what he does.
1: It's like his hobby. He collects what, what, them. What do you
0: do? Well, you know, I used to be in real estate, but now I just professionally marry young women. That's what I do. <laughs> How are you doing? Vote for me. Trump. Um, I think I go with, I fuck Trump.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: I fuck him right in the ass and put him in his place.
1: <laughs> I
0: think that's important. Okay. And I think i I think I marry. I think I marry Kasich because I think he's a good cuddler. I think I I sus I suspect Kasich is the best cuddler of the Republican nominees. Okay. And I I love me a cuddle. I'm just a, I I I'm love a big I love cuddling too. Yeah.
1: Cuddling's so much fun. And then
0: I kill Cruz with uh, an, an illegally bought gun from a gun show.
1: <laughs> okay. And Sounds I, like you've had this planned out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. What uh? So what were your thoughts when when I hit you up to do this? Yeah. I'm always curious what's going through women's minds when I like hit them up years after we fucked to be like, hey, want to talk about it?
1: I feel like it's not weird at all to like because we text occasionally. Like I hear from you every once in a while, so it's not totally out of out of the norm. Mm-hmm. But I was telling my friends that I went out with last night that I that you have this podcast and you know we used to have a, a thing and. And uh, that this is what you're doing. You're you're interviewing all of your exes, and they're like, "That is a fantastic idea. Like, wouldn't you just love to like talk to all of your exes and find out what went wrong and like what their actual opinion is of you?" So,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's your opinion of me?
0: Well, right now I'm just like Whitney. Why? When did you get so square? Like, I
1: know, so square. So you Used to square. be so
0: enthusiastic about drinking and fucking. <laughs>
1: Well, I was once twenty-two years old.
0: I remember going to New Orleans, and I think I was—I was not enthusiastic about fucking you.
1: And then and, why did you come? I,
0: I, I really wanted to go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but you were like very enthusiastic. You were like, "Well,
1: I, I just kind of expected it because it had sure. happened before." I mean, that's that's kind of what.
0: No, most people don't expect shitty dudes to, like, kind of use them to, like, as tour guide and crash pad. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. I had a lot of fun, though.
1: Well, (laughs) I'm glad you had fun. It's not like, I mean, I don't know. It's not like using me. I I feel like we're friends and... Yeah. Oh, I sound like a horrible person now. I sound like someone who, I sound like a huge welcome mat.
0: <laughs> well, we want you to practice saying no, Winnie. I think know. I think people listening right now are just like, oh, we want this girl to stand up for herself. I know. Just it's tell like a st- guy to fuck off.
1: Story of my life.
0: <gasps> practice your no's, practice yeah. your fuck off's.
1: I know, you really need to work on that.
0: You want to practice some no's? Yes. Okay, hey, you want to do I it? mean no. There you go. Yay! <laughs> that's a shortcut to the test <laughs> there you go now just practice that for like when a guy wants to live with you for three years who you're not interested in
1: <laughs> who takes money out of my purse yeah
0: well, well Whitney any other uh, thoughts on me on our interactions I don't know if you remember what sex was like with me or not
1: uh, not re- eh, vaguely vaguely Yeah. decent um,
0: good I don't know I was 19 so I couldn't yeah. have been that great
1: uh I didn't get off.
0: we can confirm you did not get uh, off. We
1: can confirm I did not get off, and I maybe we had sex half a dozen times, yeah, never once, okay, so there you go.
0: That's what you would expect from a nineteen year old though but like I feel like you got what you expected.
1: No comment, just generally. <laughs>
0: Well, Winnie, I'm glad we could stay friends uh, after all this time. Yeah, uh, me too. Despite me not making you come like eight, seven, whatever many years ago. <laughs> uh, because look, if I. That's
1: okay. I still like you Aww. as a person.
0: I feel like if I was a woman and a guy didn't make me come so many times, uh, like if he so many different times didn't make me come, I'd be pretty mad, I think, eventually at some well, point. Well, he did
1: stop fucking you.
0: That is a good point. Yeah. I mean, we also lived in different cities. That's a yeah. factor. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Uh-oh. thank you for doing the show. I yeah. appreciate thank it. Thank you Thanks for coming for, out here Thank you for opening up to my listeners
1: <laughs> uh, and you're I, welcome. and I hope
0: you start practicing your nose no yeah, just keep doing it
1: okay
0: uh ma'am. can I press the elevator button for you? No, no. can I open the door for you no
1: ma'am, would you like something to drink? No
0: no, I like <laughs> to starve. Thank you very much. <laughs> But uh, I hope I hope the, your New York stay and Tinder treat you well. I hope you get laid at least once.
1: Okay, just I, just
0: to keep you get back going again. And
1: you will be the first person I call.
0: I I fucking hope so. <laughs> Why don't you say goodbye to everybody?
1: Uh, goodbye, everybody.
0: Later. And that was Whitney. Everybody, let me take care of a couple house cleaning items real quick. Uh, I do hope you are subscribed to the Manhord podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, now Spotify, whichever app you prefer whichever app you're subscribed on i do hope you'll take a moment to leave a review or a rating it helps other people find the show bumps me up that rankings list and i love 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 you know i love them i love the tweets people i love them shoot me some more tweets i'm over uh, on twitter at the billy you can use the hashtag manhorpodcast podcast let me know what you think about the show And for all you naughty Redditors, go check out r slash podcast. You can comment on all the individual episodes. You can post articles, discussion topics, fan art, whatever you want. Just don't say the N-word. I think that's like right now my only rule. (laughs) I think that's so, we're we're figuring it out. (laughs) And of course, if you want to email me privately, your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, you can email me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. And uh, and so before we go, obviously, I want to give you all a little taste of my bonus episode with Kate Chaplinsky of the Boobs of Bushwick blog. Really cool stuff about body image and dicks and boobies and how to not be a creep, right? So I got a nice little five minute chunk of that for you. A little taste, just a little, mm, 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 just a little nibble, just to see what it's like. See if you like it. All the active patrons have already received this bonus episode. And if you're not currently an active patreon supporter, don't you fret if you make your pledge after today, you will receive this bonus episode. All you have to do is pledge at least one dollar over on patreon.com slash Podcast. that's p a t r e o n dot com slash Podcast. and if you can't if you're if that's not your bag, you know what, then just I hope you enjoy this nice five-minute clip with me and Chip. And I also hope that you stay slutty.
2: Boobs make people lose their minds, you know, like... You know, guys on
0: Reddit go insane. Either they get super happy or just crazy hateful about it. Yeah,
2: super hateful. Like,
0: uh, so. Which, why? Like, I, I see boobs I just want to beat off. But these guys on Reddit, they'll, like, beat off. And then when they come, they're like, oh, yeah. You know, we should murder that whore. Uh, yeah, totally. Totally.
2: And you're just like, wait, what? I've had death threats. I'm always like, come you had, at me, death, bro. Yeah, totally. Like, come at me, bro. Like, do you know where I live? Also, sure, I'm really easy to find. If you <laughs> really want to kill me because... Just go to a-
0: Bushwick We're like, you seen Chip? You seen Chip? Hey, anyone? Someone's going to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even just stand
2: there and listen and, like, you will hear my voice.
0: Just, just put sure. your ear out, out the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do exactly. You, do you hear a drunk Australian anywhere?
2: <laughs> like, uh, I did. She went that away. Okay, thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. She, yeah, it's funny. Like, you know, the first party I threw, I did it because everyone was like, oh, my God. <clears throat> you should do this and i was like um okay i used to throw parties a lot mm. back home and i was like yeah okay it could be really fun you know and then i got punched in the face and had my nose broken oh right
0: i forgot about that that was yeah. around when we first started talking i think yep yeah i first i'd reached out and and we We'd been, we'd been yep. You know, we've been talking for like about a year and we've only met in person like a handful of times. Yeah. And they've all been for like less than five minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. But we're friends, we're buds. Um uh actually probably almost to the day because the party was on March third mm. and you hit me up a handful of days before that, I yeah. think. Uh yeah, so it's about a year ago. Yay, yeah. anniversary. So made it. Um, We made it, but yeah, I got punched in the face. There was this guy being a real asshole, calling women sluts, whores, cunts, etc. Made my friend Caitlin, whose birthday it was, cry. I was like, all right, son, you're out. Started cussing me out. I was like, whatever, dude. Kicked him out. One of his female friends comes up, and she's just being like, you're a bitch or an asshole. I was like, all right, see you later, too. Like, you're not allowed to come back in. Punches me in the face, and I was just like, oh, my God. My nose was broken. I had two black eyes. I looked, I mean, I already <laughs> looked scary. <laughs> yeah. And like people, I would walk down the street, people are looking at me and I just stare at them back like, what?
1: <laughs> what did,
2: like, I didn't, I, I didn't ask for this. And then at the party that I, we had at Left Field earlier this year, I got like groped out a lot and I just was like, fuck y'all. You know, like, this is so inappropriate. And then my favorite was when I got interviewed by Time Out. And then on their Facebook page, they released the article. And the comments on the Facebook were, like, the best thing
0: ever. In, like, a good way or in a people being assholes?
2: People being assholes. Okay, give
0: me an example of – let's start with the assholes. Give me a couple examples of what asshole comments are. And these are people who are responding to an article about – you throw parties where women will be at bars and they take the tops off and maybe they write stuff on their chests, and they're, everyone's having a good time yeah. with boobies. Yeah. And people's negative reactions are what?
2: Um, well, my, one of my favorites was, did any women show up to this event? And the photo is like me and maybe six or seven of my girlfriends with their like tops off. And you actually can't see any nipple. It was like one... Censored like for the internet, yeah,
0: yeah. You gotta have that Facebook friendly one, exactly.
2: You gotta have the like safe for reasonably safe for work one. And somebody said, Did any women show up to this? Somebody else was like, Did any attractive women show up to this? Yeah, I know. Like, and we're all so very upset. Um, and then you know, there are a lot of women, which is always surprising, being like, This is disgusting, this is not feminism, this is you just. Whatever, and I was always. I'm always. I replied to almost all of them, just being nice, being like, uh, "This isn't actually a feminist statement. This is just us having fun." Yeah. And some, there was one guy that I loved, and he was like, "Well, technically, they're actually abiding by the law by being topless in New York. It by being topless Uh because it's legal in New York. So, like, somebody was like spouting some shit about." it being like illegal or something i don't know but this guy was like they're actually following the law and i was like oh
0: you're funny so there's a bunch of people mad that women are taking tops off and then there's some feminists who are mad thinking that you're reducing uh the feminist movement by just being nude at a bar and you're just trying to be like why can't we why can't just be us having
2: fun yeah half naked yeah
0: because it's pretty fun to be half naked it's
2: i think it's Great.
0: Me, I, I've always (laughs) said, I fully support uh, your right to be topless in this city, especially if I'm like around uh, to, to witness it. Yeah.